Welcome back to another episode of the Elemental Evan Show. Today is a very special episode because we are coming to you from Pasadena, California, but not just anywhere in Pasadena. We are coming from the Space Bar with a very special friend of mine, uh, Jacob Saldana. Uh, welcome to the show, Jacob. Man, thanks for thanks for having me. It's always a uh it's always fun to be on this side of the mic, man. Letting you take the reins, asking me questions. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. And the reason he's saying that, you guys, is because he also is the host of a podcast, which obviously will be uh, put in the show notes. But if you want to just drop a little shameless plug right now, Jacob, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, uh, the Barcode Collective podcast, where we try to have conversations with multidimensional people. Um, in my past and, and looking for role models, like I've often found that people double down in one area. Maybe it's finances and then they're, you know, not treating their, their lady in the best way, right? So, yeah, multidimensional people having conversations and, um, yeah, just showing some strength and vulnerability and all of that. But, yeah, that's the Barco Collective Podcast. Cool. No, I love that. I think, you know, that's all about, like, with the Elemental Evan show is as well. It's like looking at things from a holistic perspective, whereas, like, you got to take into account, like, all the elements, everything that makes up health. It's not just, you know, one-sided or one thing. It's a, it's a collective. So, yeah, yeah, yeah for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Um, just to kind of help people get to know you a little bit better, I first off just want to mention that uh, the, the way you and I came together was through a mutual friend, Caleb Wood, and uh, many of you have heard him on the show before, but just Jacob's uh, big heart, I, I want to say, is really kind of what helped us connect and just the fact that, you know, he's got this amazing space here with so many different forms of recovery at in my opinion, a super affordable price. And, you know, just like the fact that you really opened up and you, uh, you know, you, you, there was, there was no barrier to like creating a friendship with you and, and, uh, sharing this space with us. has just been amazing, dude. I really appreciate that. Well, no, I mean, I appreciate it. I mean, and also because, you know, through your journey and your process, you've learned to value what we offer, you know? So the more I can surround myself with people like that, it, it, it it's a constant reminder that we're on the right path because ultimately, you know, we need to create some awareness around this stuff for, for others that maybe don't know that this is what they're missing. So, you know, just being around you and, and, and listening to your podcast and seeing your, you know, your, your content that you're putting out on Instagram just reaffirms to me that we are doing what we need to be doing over here. Yeah. No, absolutely. I love it, dude. And, and uh, we're definitely going to get into the importance of recovery here on this, uh, this episode. But just real quickly, so the viewers can get a better idea of you. So uh, where were you born and where are you living currently? Yeah, born and raised in West Seattle, Washington. So, you know, I make sure to emphasize West Seattle. We take strong pride on that side of town. Okay. So, um, from West Seattle, I'm living here now in Los Angeles area in the Echo Park neighborhood been down here for about man 10 10 years yeah about 10 years and kind of bounced all around LA man trying to find home you know you're coming from the northwest moving to southern California you're chasing the beach cities you're thinking that's what it's all about and um, you know it wasn't until the past couple of years that I I found Echo Park and um, definitely feels a lot more like the neighborhood that I grew up in so mm-hmm. feel a little bit more at home there and yeah definitely happy to be there Cool. No, that's awesome. We're happy to have you out here, <laughs> obviously. Um, okay, and then I want to ask you, uh, what is right now uh, a favorite book of yours or a book that you're currently reading? All right. Um, yeah, book that I'm currently reading is 
called Designing the Mind. Can't think of the author right now. Okay. Um, but it's amazing. It's um, you know, a lot of, the you know, it's a lot of what I what I what I embrace is this idea of you know a growth mindset, neuroplasticity, and this idea that we can change ourselves. So I, I really enjoy um, reaffirming that and finding more ways to do that. Yeah. You know, more initially tricks or tactics, but n- more mental models to mm-hmm. to put in my toolkit to try to rewire some of the conditioning and some of the behavior and habits that I would like to change. Yeah. So the book's all about it. You know, it's, it, it's looking at it from more of like a, an algorithm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have this, this input from the environment or external stressor or whatever it might mm-hmm. be, which results in an output of an action, you know? So like trying to hack that or trying to rewire and, and recreate new algorithms to, re- to respond in a way that ultimately you want to. Mm, I love that. Yeah. I think rewiring the brain is so important, you know, and, and creating the self and version of yourself that you want every day is something we should all be doing. So probably dive into that more. Um, and then, uh, lastly, what's a, what's a favorite quote of yours? Hmm. One that, that resonates with me and something that I really try to drive home with people here as well. The space bar is, is the Victor Frankl quote of, Oh, I'll probably butcher it a little bit, but generally, you know, that we, we can't really control what happens to us, mm-hmm. but we can control our response to it. Yep. And, um, you know, with the space bar, it's, it's all about creating space to breathe, adapt, and recover. And, you know, within that space, if you can find the breath and you can create that moment um, to respond versus react mm-hmm. um, is, is, is really everything. It is. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really appreciate that quote and um, try to try to live by that as often as I can. And sometimes I I fall short, say things and, 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 and do things that I wish I had taken a breath before. You know? <laughs> We've all been there. I'm yeah. sure everyone on the show can already relate to you on that on that level for sure. I know I can at least. Um, yeah, by the way, y'all, if you do hear some background noise, we are here live at the space bar, so bear with us, but, uh, we got some good stuff coming. Yeah, uh, if you're hearing that right now, it's probably a delicious <laughs> yeah. smoothie or acai bowl that's yeah. getting blended up right now. Yeah. So get your mouth watering right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just on the note of the space bar. So like, lead me to what, what led to the space bar being created? Like, why did you feel that there was, and I mean, I personally know why, because there, yeah, I, I won't get into it. I'm going to let you explain. But why, why do you feel that the space bar is of such importance, especially in today's world and maybe even geographically in this area or whatever? But just uh, what was the intention behind it and why do you feel that this is so important? Yeah, so, I mean, there's a couple ways to answer that. I mean, for one, I personally saw receive we started receiving a lot of benefits from the certain things that we offer here um at the space bar so um as as more of like a lifestyle entrepreneur i believe that it's my duty that when i find things that are working for myself to to bring it to others Mm -hmm. to like kind of shout it from the from the mountaintops you know yep um but also i think you know a, a, a bigger reason also is that the narrative that we've been fed for so long in the Western world and, you know, in in the U S in this like capitalistic society that, you know, our value is placed on our our output, you know, how much work we can, 
we can do, right? And and more and more and more, and and even just uh, on a smaller level within the fitness space, that is also the case. You know, it's it's always about how many days can we train? You know, getting that that additional rep in, and mm-hmm. it's always more, more, more. It's always output. It's always output, and you know, after being in the health and wellness space for for over ten years now, and kind of being not only on my own journey, but you know, working with, you know, thousands of clients and, and thousands of members at our gyms, it's just not the right messaging, mm-hmm. you know, really focusing on recovery, proactive recovery, and learning how to dial that up a little bit is going to really get people the results that they mm-hmm. want. So even if your your end goal, which always is, is some level of results, showing that there's a different pathway to get there, and, and oftentimes in my opinion, a better pathway, yeah. right? So it's like if we can embrace this idea of recovery and that, that you know, whether your goal is fat loss or building muscle, and, and I think I think many people know now that that progress is made in between the workouts, when you're sleeping, when you're yes. recovering. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes sense to me to emphasize that recovery mm-hmm. and building then the stressors around that mm-hmm. to, um, to induce change, to induce growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, doing it in a way that seems like you're not just being a lazy, you know, good yeah. for nothing mom, right? <laughs> yeah. You know? So like, it's that idea of also, it's like, oh, an off day. An off uh-huh. day isn't just sitting on the couch. No, no. no not if you're, you're this hungry, ambitious, ambitious mm-hmm. person, right? Yeah. No, this off day means proactive recovery. It means yeah. maybe doing contrast therapy, ice bath, sauna. Maybe it means doing, uh, you know, Normatec compression or red light therapy, you can do this in a way and you can frame it in a way that's going to resonate with that Western world of, yeah. of getting after it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, trying to, trying to just change the conversation around that, yeah. you know, and letting people know that how important this is. Yeah. You don't need to be training seven days a week no. in order to get the results. Yeah. You, know, you, you can get those in a smarter, smarter way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's so funny too, how, you know, a lot of times when it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to recover. You know, I'm going to go sit in, a, sit in a sauna. I'm going to do some red light therapy, all these different things. And the idea of, like, taking time for yourself as being, like, selfish and lazy is so ridiculous, you know. And uh, I think you're absolutely right. The recovery is just as important as the workout. And that's one of those things where once I really started learning the importance of sleep, you know, it was like, dude, if you're working out and you're sleeping terribly, like you, you, you actually need to lower your workout load and you need to improve your sleep because during that portion of sleep, that's when all those muscle fibers are becoming repaired. So like realistically, you leave the gym in worse shape than when you entered, but it's when you go to bed that night that all of the like benefits from that gym really take place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And even like, you know, this is just like even with that, it's just like assuming that working out is is the only stressor. Right. You know, we're these multidimensional yeah. beings and we're out here trying to get after it. That's true. You know, it's a stressor trying to create a business and, you know, <laughs> trying to crush it and trying to be financially, uh, you know, free. Right. Yeah. Like that is a, a stressor. So yes. even just bringing some some understanding to how this whole works and like the nervous system and and what 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 that actually means, then you might not even like working out at all mm. in the week might not be ideal. Right. You know, like, right. Sure. We need movement. We need to get blood flowing. But if you're have a really stressful job mm-hmm. or you're in this, this 
this two-week period of where you have a really stressful time at work. And shit, maybe you got a newborn baby at home. Right. Part of this narrative has been, oh, you go go work out to de-stress. That's not at all how Mm, it works. Right, right. Working out, that is a stressor. Stressor, Dieting is a stressor. Work is a stressor. Mm -hmm. All of these things are stressors. Yeah. Even the the services that we have here are low-key stressors. Yes. Sauna stressor, ice bath stressor. Some of those things are stressors. Mm -hmm. So trying to understand the nervous system and what these stressors are and then then putting together a plan around that. Um, And that was um, very integral in in a lot of my own process. And, Mm -hmm. And I remember... When we were like building even this location out, um, <clears throat> that inner voice for me, that coach that's in my head, isn't the nicest person. You know, what I'm typically motivated by is, you know, me talking shit to myself, you know, me calling myself soft or that I can do more, you yeah. know. So, you know, for me, I was like, man, like, how do I, how do I measure that I'm not being a pussy right now? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's when I like kind of, found the found whoop and was able to use some of those oh, biometrics cool. as that like i remember the thought process with that because i was here you know doing some physical labor with you know having some help in building this out but also just the mental anguish of like trying to figure this all out like was very draining and at the end of these long days i was like oh, okay you have to go to the gym now you know and if mm-hmm. you're not you're being soft right because i didn't have a metric to really measure recovery from the standpoint of like what my nervous system was looking like right so i knew that i you know i i was under recovered mm. you know or I, sorry i was yeah i just wasn't recovering right so right like the whoop and the metrics through whoop like the hrv and whatnot mm-hmm. i got that as a means for me to show myself like hey your level of strain your level of output mm-hmm. even if it was just mental output yeah is through the roof right right, now. So right. you need to not do that workout it's okay it's actually more than okay to not do that workout. Right. Um, so finding like those right metrics um, mm. in order to, to you know, proactively change that, that yeah. voice in my head, you know? So real quick, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Whoop is a, you know, it's a band that you wear and it kind of just tracks um, your, your workout, your sleep, your recovery. It's yeah. kind of like the aura ring a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, a little more emphasis on the recovery side of it. So okay. measuring your sleep, measuring your HRV. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can... Um, it measures your strain or your output, but again, not based off of, okay, I'm going to turn this on now because I'm doing a workout. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see how much output I did. It's just constantly running mm-hmm. in the background mm-hmm. um, to see any differences like within your HRV, um, your breath rate, which is uh, a big one. Um, and it uses, you know, an algorithm to come up with a, a recovery score on a daily basis. And, okay. you know, still, you, know, you don't want to rely on these things um, as solely like your um, motivator to either do work or not work. Right, you still right. want to be involved, you know, tapped into kind of how you're mm-hmm, feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, for someone who is a hard driver, you might have moved away from being tapped into how you feel. Yeah. You're not really, you know, it doesn't matter how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, suck it up and go do the work. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, so for sure. You, you, lose, you lose that sense of being tapped in. Yeah, you know? so, yeah. Which definitely... Um, you know, is one thing that I think is also a little bit of a fine line too. And in terms of like, you know, I'm always like, like, you know, when you're being lazy, but sometimes you're like, Oh, you know what? No, I I need to take a little break, a little rest. And like, that's, that is critical. Like you do need to do that. But then there's times where I'm just like, I'll think of like David Goggins and it's like, okay, there's, there's a difference between 
like knowing when your body truly does need that rest and then also like the laziness part of it and being like, okay, now I, I just need to get after it. Like yeah. this is, this is a time to attack and, and go and, and to not be soft, but yeah, finding that balance is good. And I think the whoop is super good for that, but also doing a check-in like mentally and, and sitting with yourself, checking in with your body, seeing if you're, are you sore? Are you stressed? Are you holding a lot of tension in a certain area, you know, and really relax. And so I actually wanted to ask like, what, what would be, in your opinion, like the best form of de-stressing kind of for, uh, let's just say like, yeah, like uh, you're super stressed out after a long day. What's like, what would be your protocol to really like calm the central nervous system and get into that parasympathetic nervous state, you know? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like trying to eliminate the excuse. You know, a lot of times we think that it has to be some external thing that we need to gravitate to. Like we need to go, you know, go to the sauna or mm -hmm. we need to go somewhere. Um, that is calming, you know, right. we need to go and hey, you watch the sunset, right, right. but the reality of it is the most accessible thing that you have and really one of the, the only things that we have mm -hmm. to hack into this nervous system is, is the breath. Love it. So using, Love it. You know, really just using the breath to yes. downregulate um, and finding some flexibility within your own nervous system and, and learning how to be in more control of that. Mm -hmm. You know, granted, it's a deeply rooted part of us that is built in a way that's going to protect us yes but you know there is a top-down opportunity for you to mm -hmm. kind of hack into that with, with the breath so very simple and again it's like uh, you know my my not my knowledge of the breath runs really deep and mm -hmm. i'm very mindful of like not trying to come across as any kind of guru because right right the information is simple facts mm -hmm. you know i don't even take really any kind of woo-woo or esoteric kind of approach to this. No, I just no. give you very simple facts. And, right. And, and I'll give you it all. Yeah. Right? So it's like literally all you need to do is slow your breath down. That's right. That's it. More specifically, the exhale. Focus on dragging out the exhale. Mm -hmm. And it does not take long to downregulate. No. Three, three to five breaths, honestly, is kind of, an, is kind of enough to, to slow things down a little bit. But that, that's really it. That's mm -hmm. what I really want people to know that it is the breath. And, and, and I also know that by me giving you this information or you going out and seeking this inf information and you knowing mm -hmm. this to be true isn't enough for you to do it. Right. Right. So you right. still need some coaching and accountability yes. Yes. Um, behind it and finding a breath practice that you can stick to um, is really important. Yep. But, but it's, it's always going to be the breath. And, and uh, you know, with that being said, you know, there's, there's times when you need to be stimulated, using the breath to stimulate yourself mm -hmm. and getting, getting um, activated yes. as well. Yes. Um, and as simple as speeding the breath up, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that, yeah. that's, that's really it. You know, I think um, I want people just to, to maybe bring some awareness to how they're feeling throughout the day. And you'll see at this at play, you know, the mm -hmm. breath is part of the autonomic nervous system. Mm -hmm. So your body is going to default in certain ways based off of the external environment so if you can be mindful enough for when you're getting worked up someone cuts you off in traffic right look at where the breath goes mm -hmm. you'll notice your, your breath is shallow you're yep. breathing faster it's up in the chest mm -hmm. that is the default for an external stressor so if you're looking to activate your system consciously you basically just mimic that breath shorter breaths could be into the chest you know there's there's other ways to do it but just like the that idea is like okay mimic that autonomic response mm -hmm. 
subconsciously. And now you're going to induce those same feelings of being activated, increased cortisol, increased blood glucose. Right. Um, same idea. If you're super calm, you're at home, you're, you're laying with your, with your partner and you got your, your dog fucking... Mm-hmm. There's that first F word. <laughs> How long did I you? 21 hey. minutes, baby. Yeah. Um, you got it, man. Hey, as many as you need to drop, we'll you're clean good. That up. We'll clean that up. No, most. no, it's good. Um, but you have, you know, your dog laying on your lap. If you can consciously be aware of like, oh, how am I breathing? Mm-hmm. You're probably breathing nice, deep mm-hmm. into your belly, yep. slow, dragging out that exhale. Maybe mm-hmm. you're, maybe you're in a little audible sigh, you know? Yeah. And, and, and again, now that's how you mimic consciously in order to downregulate yourself. Like, it's all there. Mm-hmm. It's always been there. Yep. Um, but also, with that being said, a work, a little work might need to go into it mm-hmm. because if we've been up, you know, going through life for, you know, 30 years, just letting the body kind of take over and breathe, mm-hmm. we're, we're in a very stressful world, very stressful environment. So the default then now is going to be the body's going to be constantly breathing in this stressful pattern which is going to become the new default because right. our, our default environment is stress. So we need to be a little bit more proactive in, in engaging the breath yes. and um, consciously slowing that down. So mm-hmm. breath work isn't always, at least for me, this idea of just sitting for five minutes on a pillow and meditating. Right. Breath work is a practice of conscious awareness throughout the day. Mm, and I love really that. bringing nasal breathing in, learning how to slow the breath down. Yeah. Because if we are just going with the flow the flow is stress right you know the flow is stress in this world so if we go with the flow it's going to just lead to more disordered breathing more stressful breathing um more breath than we actually need to take right so everything else needs to be countering that learning to slow down Mm. nasal breathe and um yeah so no i goes into it but simple you know the i kind of I already knew you were going to the breath, and I was like, good, this is, this is where this needs to go, because it is one of those things. I could have said a glass of wine yeah. <laughs> or some yeah. Haagen-Dazs, right? because a lot of people will gravitate towards That's that. That's true. Very know? true. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that is just something real quick to highlight. Yeah, no, go for it. At the end of the day, we're all looking to soothe ourselves. We're all looking for some way to do that. Mm-hmm. And if we don't realize that we have that power within, it's always going to be an external thing. It's yes. going to be coffee in the morning to stimulate ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's going to be maybe a poor choice of a lunch, yeah. a pastry for no reason in the middle of the day right. to try to give us a little bit more stimulation and energy. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a glass of wine, a few beers that mm-hmm. you probably don't need and, yeah. and some some ice cream as a self-soothing mechanism down regulate yeah so if you don't get control of it it's going to control you yeah dang okay <laughs> so let's see uh i got a couple points i wanted to touch on these are these are great uh first off yeah with the breath there's so much with it right where it's like even right now like i feel like you gave a very concise and, and good informative like talk on what the breath is and that is one of the hardest things to do because when people ask like, well, why is breath so important? One of the things I always say is I'm like, okay, first off, like you mentioned, it's autonomic nervous system function, meaning these are typically things that are not in your conscious control. We're talking about, you know, your digestion. We're talking about your, your heart rate. We're talking about all these different things that your body will do on its own without your conscious thought. And breath is one of those, but you can actually tap in and control it, which is crazy. And then through controlling your breath, you can control other autonomic nervous systems uh, as well, uh, the functions, right? So that's a trip. And, and honestly, it is. It's one of the best ways to um, bring consciousness into the moment and 
uh, breathe through an issue, get control of your emotions and, and react from a place of clarity as opposed to emotion, right? Um, and then, sorry, the other point I wanted to jump on was with the whole wine and food, that's a whole topic I, I have yet to touch on, which is as kids, when you are given a treat for doing something good, which I know I was, and I know many other people were, is like, oh, you won your soccer game. Cool, we're going to take you out here, or we're going to buy you that ice cream, or whatever. And it becomes this, like, you know, you kind of relate doing a good job or having a hard day of work, but you put in the work. Well, dude, you deserve something. And you know what that something is? It's going to be some kind of a comfort food. It's going to be alcohol or something like that, where, um, you know, I it's a thing I've been seeing here recently where parents are starting to lesson on rewarding children with food for doing something well when it's just something that you probably should be doing and maybe the reward could be a little bit more free time doing something else or whatever you know but um breaking that habit is i think crucial you know and uh once again through breath is is how you can tap in and allow that you know craving and desire for a comforting food or something to pass is to actually tap in your breath and just say okay do I really need this right now? Or can I just kind of find something else or tap into my breath and just allow that to bring me down, you know? For sure. I mean, there's so many different opportunities to tie things to the breath that are going to ultimately like really benefit you, Mm -hmm. you know? So um, again, like rest and digest. There's a reason why it's rest and digest. You know, your body needs to be in a kind of a parasympathetic state to actually digest food the way that it needs to. So, you know, What's the quickest way to do that? And again, you know, these are things that that I know that I don't necessarily practice, but, you know, that I could recommend as maybe this is an opportunity for you to to integrate some of this Mm -hmm. is just, you know, take some of these these breaths prior to eating. Right. So if you're having gastrointestinal issues and you just don't seem to be digesting your food, there's a very good chance. Again, we're living constant sympathetic state, Mm -hmm. running around from this. We're eating, standing up, we're eating, driving. Do you think your body is in any kind of position to digest that food? Probably not. So maybe that's your opportunity to to slip in a little bit of breath work and use it for your real world, real, real world. It's like slide that dial into the parasympathetic state and. And, you know, it's, it's never this all or nothing thing. The nervous system isn't either all sympathetic or all parasympathetic. Right. Like it's a dial that is constantly going back and forth. Literally with every inhale and exhale, it's going every inhale a little more sympathetic, every mm-hmm. exhale a little bit more parasympathetic. It is literally a dial that is constantly going back and forth every so breath, good. every breath. And yeah. that's why you can adjust it or you can slide it so quickly you know, with some conscious breathing. Um, so, you know, don't think that and it's so quick for us to, to, to devalue this because it's running in the background constantly. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's always there, but it can be better, you know, and, and it doesn't take that much effort to do it, you know? Uh, I think that that's, that's so critical right there. Just that whole statement and having gone through a lot of gut issues myself, that was something that really resonated with me was, making sure that when you're eating and digesting, you're in a calm state because you really should be, you know? And, and um, looking back on it now and thinking about all the times that I wasn't in a resting state, you know, while I was eating food and then getting upset stomach and, oh, why, you know? But that's, that's, that's amazing. Um, real quickly, I also wanted to talk, uh, talk a little bit about, if you're watching a video on this, uh, we are sipping on this good little kava here, yeah. which is probably also a great way to de-stress, right? It is. 
Um, do you want to like jump in a little bit on like what Kava is and, and why it is that you are, you know, uh, serving it here and, and highlighting it more so, um, than like, for example, alcohol or some other kind of, uh, uh, relaxer. Yeah. I mean, I'm big on alternatives for people and again, trying to give people, um, a way to like make these things sustainable for themselves. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, Kava is a is a great alcohol alternative, I guess. For um, sure. But it's also just a great way to de-stress, like you mentioned. You yeah. Know? So, you know, it interacts with your GABA receptors. So you're going to kind of feel some stress leaving the body when you drink this. Um, you get this little feeling of euphoria and connection. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, you you do have like an immediate response to it too, which For is sure. why I think it's so beneficial as an alternative to alcohol because mm -hmm. it is going to, you know, again, we lean on things to help us in certain situations. Mm -hmm. That's why alcohol is, you know, so popular, you know, rather than people getting deep into the reason why they have social anxiety or they can't go and, and uh, be confident when they go out into public, mm, rather than deep digging into that, you know, we take a, a couple of shots or we put back a few beers. Right. 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 So get it's the like, liquid courage. I get that, you know, we're not all willing or ready to do that work. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, something that allows you to open up, mm -hmm. um, like Kava yeah. is going to help serve that purpose, you know, allow you to be a little bit more social. It does really help with easing anxiety as well. So, mm -hmm. um, again, presenting these as options and mm -hmm. alternatives, I would still advocate for doing the deeper work and figuring out why sure. it is that you have that insecurity and doing that. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to rely on it, really anything external, but, you know, might as well um, be on that path and, and, you know, lean on a, an alternative that's not going to have you making the poor choices that alcohol <laughs> will <laughs> yeah. um, while still wreaking havoc on your gut health and yep. your sleep and, and everything. Me, everything needs to be about this conversation mm -hmm. of, recovery and um you know I, I chose to to give up drinking I think I'm coming up on four years wow and, and it was just one of those things where it's like when you know better you do better mm. you know it was it was with no intention of being like straight edge like I'm not that guy you know okay. it was more about literally alcohol serving no real purpose outside of me being able to have this very momentarily like fun time right which the potential of turning into a not fun time was was real so right. it's like even that upside wasn't that great in mm -hmm. com comparison to the downside um and i wanted to to make room for other alternatives that you know could alter my mind in a mm -hmm. way that there was a lot more upside a lot more growth potential right so whether it was like psilocybin or even cannabis and mm -hmm. kind of having a different relationship with that and using those as my mind altering substances i just saw so much more potential benefit on that yeah and where if you're being like really honest with yourself and you know better like how, how is alcohol really helping you outside right. of like giving you a little social lubricant Right. All right, cool. What if I gave you this other social lubricant right. that didn't have you cheating on your wife? Right. You know, or didn't yeah. have you seeking out the attention. Right, right. Or driving drunk. Yeah. You know? and, I, and I'm not on this pedestal trying to. No, no, yeah. I'm just really trying to do my, my job here. In, yeah. Where it's like there's alternatives. Yeah. You know, um, that are going to be in alignment with it. So, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, 
I will call out, you know, some health and wellness, just like if you're in the health and wellness space, like mm-hmm. get clear on, you know, why is it that you're seeking out alcohol? Yeah. More importantly, if you're a trainer and a coach and you're trying to build rapport with your client's health that you're trying to help on this path, mm-hmm. why is it that you're building rapport with a night out of the bar? Yeah. It's because it's the only all, all option you have. Right. To be right. social. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't have to be that way. And I'm trying to create a space here. I lift a botanical bar, which is connected to the space bar, mm-hmm. to bring that social um, wellness to play. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because we're all out here connecting, having having a good time, having conversations. And we can do it in a more responsible way that is in more in alignment. You know, and granted, it's all, it, you know, balance is, is important. Right. People can have drinks and not ruin their life over it. Right. You know, I was able to get away with drinking without ruining my life right but does it really make yeah you know does it really make sense right so i mean enjoy your drinks like yeah yeah do it responsibly do Mm -hmm. your thing but right you know i'm big on asking questions and trying to get at the root of things no pun intended because cabo is from the south pacific friggin doesn't taste all that great but it is just really cool a little mouth numbing feel to it a little mouth numbing yeah um, and it and it is something that you can go a little deep on, you know. So mm-hmm. it's similar in the it, you know with cannabis how there's there's different strains and, mm-hmm. and like you know some ha- have higher levels of THC, some have higher lo- level of CBD. Um, kava has different strains as well, um, and different farms can produce different kava that have different makeups of kava lactones, which is the active compound. So some can be a little bit more euphoric and more social. Some can be more relaxing and, mm-hmm. and sedative. So it is something that you can really go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. You know, and even just like different flavor profiles. This one that we're drinking is uh, Mellow Mellow from Vanuatu. And, mm. you know, you notice a bit of a more of a peppier, like a pepper on the back end a little bit more. You know, like it hits For you a little sure. bit. For right? sure. I get it in my nose a little bit almost, yeah. like the pepper um, flavor or scent, yeah, I guess. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So you'll, you'll notice that. And some are more bitter. And then there's a, there's a little bit rarer variety that we have from Samoa. Um, which doesn't actually produce too much kava, but um, so that's kind of it's a little it's a little more rare. But uh, the Samoan kava that is just like really smooth and very euphoric and uh, way more palatable, I guess. Um, so it's just it's really cool if mm. you haven't experienced it. Um, I, of course, I would recommend coming and seeing us. Yeah, but there there are a few products that are coming out there. Like we talked about earlier, the the live free product that I've right. seen a lot, right? Which is mixed with some kratom and um, just I would just be a little cautious with mm-hmm. some of those. You don't know the dosages. Again, these are plants, and these are what I consider plant medicine. This right. is a, a low-key psychoactive. It's right. interacting with your neural receptors, mm-hmm. and you're feeling a type of way. So whenever that's the case, I err on the side of tradition mm-hmm. and what's been used for thousands of years, and that's why we make it traditionally here, um, in addition to some other mixed drinks that are a little bit more palatable. But um, there are a lot, a lot of products that are now starting to hit the market, yeah. and like anything else, it falls within the category of supplemental, mm-hmm. and therefore very little, um, um, was it um, policing within right. that field, right? right? So what you're getting could be this very highly concentrated version of something that, you know, the body isn't fully designed to um, integrate in the way that it that it could or should, right? So, no, for sure. I, um, yeah, like with kava in general, it's a, if, if you are wanting to experience kava and you're not in the Southern California region, you can always obviously look around. But, um, if you are in Southern California, like 
I think this is one of the best places to get kava because, of course, you can go find those, you know, pre-made drinks from the store or whatever, but there's something different about having someone who actually knows the doses that they're putting in there, you know, like the quantity and what the effects are going to be, and someone to even give you some information in real time on what it's doing. Um, and then also, I mean, just the whole... The whole, the whole atmosphere of being here as well is, is a beautiful place to try kava. So I really enjoy that. And, um, you know, it's, it's so true, like with alcohol, um, you know, when it comes to clients, I'll, if they drink alcohol, fine, you know, it's, it's okay. If you want to drink alcohol, like that's a decision you can make. But I always say like, please make that alcohol worth the time. So if you are going to be drinking, please drink with other people, drink in a good setting where it's like, it's, it's worth the, you know, the recovery day following and, and all that, you know, like make sure you're, you're doing it in a social setting with some boundaries around it. And, um, at least maybe you're growing your, uh, friend group or something like that, you know, to put some benefit to it. Because as far as the health perspective goes, there's nothing that it's really doing, you know, and, and but, we, but we reached to kind of try to justify these things. So right. Like even in, you know, blue zones, you know, as we know, like there's, there's say a, a pretty good consumption of wine. Right, right. right? So we want to we want to then say, oh, well, look at wine plays a role in these 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 um level of like centarians, right? It's like all these these people, but I think, you know, if you dig dig a little deeper, it's less about the consumption of that wine and more of the social aspect and when you're drinking that wine, right? So, 100%. so again, if you can remove that but still have the social thing. So right. I get it. So like you need to look at all these things. So it's the only way you're going to be able to go and have social connection is over a glass of wine. 100% go have that glass of wine. Right. I just don't believe that that's the only way, only yeah. way right? So, I'm, you know, our job as health coaches is to push, push you a little bit mm -hmm. in reframing some of the ways that you think about things. Absolutely. Right? Um, go smoke a smoke a blunt with the with your boys and <laughs> yeah. go connect that way. Yeah. You know? And, um, yeah, I mean, even, you know, with that, there's could be some downside. Right, but, right. Um, I think less downsides. Yeah. Some of these things, you know, you just look, look at, again, just engage with your process. Yeah, yeah. You know, engage with it. Um, you also mentioned uh, that kava binds to GABA receptors. Would you mind uh, going a little bit further on GABA? Uh, actually, even just my knowledge on GABA is slightly limited. Um, I've heard that you can keep some GABA like supplement at your bedside if you tend to wake up middle of the night and have trouble getting back to sleep. I've heard that it can help with getting back into sleep. Uh, there's other po you know, possible reasons why you're waking up at that time. And I've heard things like eating a little bit of honey or MCT oil before bedtime can help you sleep through the night as well due to some something with the digestive process with the liver or something. But if you would, wouldn't mind diving in a little bit on GABA and yeah, kind of yeah, what so that's like, all about. You know, if you're... You know, you can take exogenous GABA. So, like, increased GABA is going to help just you relax a little bit. So, it's going to also, like, help with relieving tension within the muscle. Mm -hmm. um, so, by activating the GABA receptor, you're going to have a little bit more GABA throughout your system, right? Mm -hmm. So, kava uniquely um, kind of has this, like, reverse tolerance thing. So, the, you want to drink more on the front end to kind of make sure you get it up in that GABA receptor, right? Right, so, right. So, then once you do that, you have this increased GABA and you can just drink a little bit less of it. Mm -hmm. So, whether you're taking a pill that has GABA to kind of help you relax or, you know, you're, you're doing something to, to promote more GABA within yourself. Right. That's kind of going to help there. And then as far as like having some, say, carbohydrate or honey, it's more, I think, rather than just the honey is i think it's just carbohydrate in general right at, at night sometimes is mm -hmm. going to help 
again, slides you into the parasympathetic state right. and, and rest and relax. And like, there's so many different ways to kind of go about it. And mm-hmm. I think it's very important to just start engaging with your own process and, and recognizing, you know, how you feel, you yeah. know, cause you know, as, as somebody will say, like having some, you know, some rice at dinner and to get that mm-hmm. carbohydrate in, or, or even say having, you know, some ice cream before bed that might help some people fall asleep, right. stay asleep. Right. Um, others will sleep better, you know, without food prior, like three hours. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, I'm always very careful to say that any one thing is, is ever going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're all very uniquely, yes. uniquely different. Yep. Um, and I get that's a very hard thing to sell. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You know, like it is, um, but it's a process, but it's also, know? and it's also the truth, you know, it's like someone comes up to you and asks, Oh, um, Hey, what's the best diet you recommend? Or you know, what's the best, it's like, or best workouts or what? And it's like, well, what are your goals and what's your body type and, and all these different things come into play. And that's why in health coaching, like you and I do, you know, it is, it's very much assessing the person and an individual unique program for that person for their specified goals and their specified body or body type they're wishing to obtain and, and all that. So yeah, Yeah, for sure. I mean, I kind of want to put together like a, almost like a waiver or a consent form (laughs) where it's like, (laughs) you know, when you come with these things, you want these tactics Mm. that you're uh, consenting to like, for me to give that to you. Right. You know what I mean, so right. I feel better morally. Yeah. Just giving you some friggin' tactics that yeah. are going to like get that job done, even though I know, you know, 30 days from six or 60 days from now, you're going to fall off. Right. You know? like, right. Um, because, you know, I never want to like try to turn people away or mm-hmm. I don't want to force my own thought process to it. So like, I'm trying to get right with myself with how to engage that and give people what they want while still ultimately feeling good about what I'm offering and mm-hmm. sleeping at night, you know? Um, Cause that'll keep you awake at night too. Yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. Out of alignment and trying to, you know, grow your business, mm. you know, around things that you don't fully believe. Yeah. You know, for sure. That you know, will work on a short term basis, but ultimately leave your client feeling worse, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a tough conversation to have. It is. It it's is. Not, it's not the sexy one. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, necessary, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, and then a little bit of what I wanted to ask you about is just um, as far as kind of like recovery goes. Um, so I know you were kind of mentioning that, you know, we place a lot of importance on kind of like working out and just like hammer, 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 go after it. But like what, so what specifically here with the recovery is the goal in terms of like, why, why are we hopping in these ice baths? Why are we going in the sauna, doing the red light therapy, the float tanks? Is it, um, is it purely the recovery or is it also like, I heard you mention a little bit, creating some space for yourself to respond in, right. And, and doing those uncomfortable things to, find comfort and control because, you know, it's like they say, how you do anything is how you do everything. Right. And so, um, yeah, I don't know if, if you want to kind of dive in on that. Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, a couple of things. I mean, for one thing, and again, back to this coach in my head, we're doing this recovery stuff so we can do more work, mm. you know, so right. we can, so we can be more successful so I can work more productively so I can show up as even a better partner, you know? So right. we, I'm, 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 ty- I'm anchoring my mind to that mm-hmm. because that's what I need. You know, I, I want 
and again, I think most of us in this country are, it, you know, we're so far gone on that narrative that even the recovery needs to be tied to productivity. Mm-hmm. Like you're, yeah. you're taking yeah. one step back so you can take two steps forward right. and do more work. Right. Right. So, um, so that's, a, I think, important, um, at least the way that we offer it. Like, you know, this is a form of self-care. And, you know, we're trying to reframe that again in, in the way that I just talked about it and less of, you know, champagne and nails. You mm-hmm. know, that's not how we're spending it. You know, right, we're right. doing this consciously so that we can do more work. Right. Um, and then also with recovery, um, so much of it has to do with our nervous system, mm-hmm. whether we're learning to self-regulate it through breath or we're using some of these things. Because, again, some of these things are stressors. Mm-hmm. But if we're doing this consciously, say, with breath and with this other intention, we can learn how to, how to, to manage stress better. And even I'm just careful to use that language around managing stress because, again, stress has been um positioned as some bad thing right stress is everything right without stress we don't exist yeah you know so Mm -hmm. that's another thing that needs to be um reframed for most people Mm -hmm. is your relationship to stress if you think it's a bad thing you're always going to be running away from it or trying to soothe yourself by any means possible to not either deal with stress Mm -hmm. um, or just try to avoid it yeah right so I don't believe in that. No. I know stress is inevitable. It's, it's like I mentioned, everything. So we can either go into things with this idea of, of avoiding it and then dealing with post-traumatic stress disorders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, granted, that's a, that is a real thing. So I'm not trying to downplay that. But, it, but one thing I think about is, like, this stressful environment either can, can turn into trauma for me because I wasn't engaged with that stress. Right. Or I can turn it into, like, post-growth disorder mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you know because stress does lead to growth right the only way to grow to get stronger yes. is by stressing so it's uh trying to figure out and understand that and then use these things to build a bigger bucket um so that you can build more capacity for stress whether that's through um just like cold exposure you know and getting and letting your body kind of adapt to that um that's really i think important to think about, you know, and, and, you know, there's studies that, that support that, that just the reframing of how you view stress is, is really impactful for, for how, how your actions and your behaviors right behind it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of our overall approach to it. It's not going anywhere. Right. Stress stress is everywhere, you know? So, um, so you just got to redefine, you know, or at least embrace that idea. Right. Like, I don't. I don't understand right. how how it's not embraced. Mm-hmm. I guess at this point. Well, also, I think um, what's so important about stress, and now I know people are like, "Well, you told me to de-stress, and, and now you're saying to do stress." And the thing is, is not all stress is bad. Like, obviously, stress is a reminder for you to get things done or to to do, you know, whatever, you know, it is that the stress is coming from, you know, it's, it's a a response to something happening in your outer world or, or inner world. Um, and I think realistically, like you said, like how we look at stress and understand how to adapt to it and manage it, like you said, you know, or process it in a way is super critical because like you said, the body, you know, the body wants to just be in the state of, uh, you know, like, where everything's just perfect, it's, it's comfortable, you know, like everything's perfect, but realistically, if you don't have any stress, then your body is going to become soft to a degree, mentally, physically, whatever, and you need the stress to allow you to 
overcome something and become more resilient in a way, you know, but the problem is, is like when you have this constant stress from day-to-day stuff like traffic and your boss and blah, 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 and drinking 10 cups of coffee, that's spiking your cortisol and all this, you know, it's like, that's not the proper way, you know, or the proper going home and having a glass of wine is not necessarily the proper way of dealing with that stress. You know, it's, it's getting real with yourself. Right. And that's exactly where the problem with stress lies. It's, it's chronic stress. You know, mm-hmm. chronic stress yes. is the problem. Right. Um, so it's, it's not necessarily the state. It's more of how you got there. Yeah. Right? And like, and inducing stress is a completely different experience than it just running in the background. Yeah. You know, like completely different. Right. right. So it's like a lot of the Wim Hof breathing method is a stressful breathing method. Right. Um, but it's just a, it's a different thing. You know, right. when, when you're doing that, when you're inducing and activating your nervous system, you know, that's where you get a lot of like anti-inflammatory markers. Um, you know, your immune system can get boosted mm-hmm. and you're getting all of these benefits. Right. But that, that is stress. So mm-hmm. once you start understanding what stress really is, you understand that it's not the state of stress that matters. Right. It's how you got there. Yeah. And it's all about empowering people and understanding that, you know, you can you can control this thing. Mm-hmm. And how do we control it? Through the breath. Right. You know? Yeah. Back to the breath. the breath. So, again, and even like you can think that some other action or some other activity is what's helping you manage sh- stress or mm-hmm. deal with stress. But it's not. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it can. So what that could do could change the way you're breathing and then the way you're breathing then can kind of again down regulate you so it's still going to be the breath right so you might as well just lead with that yeah save yourself some time yeah um but yeah it's it's all about like i think when people really embrace that it's inevitable you're gonna you're gonna approach it in a different way mm-hmm. you know um some people want to take charge of that and and for me like i know there's going to be some real challenging moments in my life. Not that I'm seeking them out. I just know that's how it works. Mm-hmm. There's going to, you know, there's going to be deaths that are really close to me. Right. Every, every single one of us is going to pass away. Right, right. Right? Yeah. So it's just a matter of time. I don't know if I'm going to go first or, or the woman I love that is going to go first. Right. But it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to, to somewhat prepare. I don't, you know, like we, we need to move on. Right. We need to keep pushing on and, the only way to do that is by regulating our, our nervous systems mm-hmm. and, and, and find and not just in the act of doing that, but we know that if we can do that, we're going to think more logically. Right. We're going to be able to prepare more. We're going to be able to keep pushing on. Yeah. We're going to be able to, to find other things in life that we, that's worth living for. Right. You know? Right. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I tie it to as deep as that, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, you know, looking back when I'm an old man and, and the life that I, I led, if I want to be able to share like amazing stories for, you know, hopefully grandchildren and, and people around me. And the only way I'm going to really capture amazing stories is by doing amazing shit. Mm-hmm. And you can't do amazing shit if you're constantly worried in this state of anxiety and not able to get through those moments. Yeah. And show up yeah you know you got to get out there to capture those those stories whether it's like you like to go out there and spear fish or whatever yeah like you got to be able to suppress the fear of going in the dark water to have the story of the fish you caught in yeah. the dark water yeah if not your story is boring as hell yeah and ain't no one gonna be gathering around my deathbed yeah listening to my boring ass stories <laughs> that's honestly pretty true though uh yeah i mean i 
it, that, that's so valuable though, is, is just understanding that like stress management is at the core of everything and, and realizing that, you know, your brain doesn't understand the difference between a tiger chasing you and traffic, you know, like it's all the same response. It's all stress at the yeah. end of the day. But the only difference is, is that we tend to live in this heightened state of stress, like you said. And then the problem with that is if you're never down regulating and coming to a parasympathetic state, well, being in the sympathetic state, being constantly stressed starts to become your normal, starts to become what, like the hormesis, right? Yeah. yeah and it's sure. just, uh, I think, bringing the attention to stress management and understanding there's going to be stressful situations, but through breath and through activating the parasympathetic state, I am able to better process it and grow from it and learn from it, you know, and, and, uh, not fear stress, understand that it's a part of life. It's there. It's, it plays a purpose, you know, it has a purpose. Like it wouldn't be there if it, if it wasn't necessary, yeah. but understanding that, you know, this developed probably a super long time ago when we were dealing with different things as human beings, because literally today compared to a hundred years ago is very different. And then compared to a thousand years ago is extremely different, you know, and learning that, you know, we got to adapt to the times. Yeah. Which is even why it's more important to actually have a practice, Yes, you know, and, mm. and engage this. Um, and there's real real immediate benefits for mm -hmm. it. You know, I coach a lot of people through ice baths and, and everybody, you know, deals with it a little different. You know, I get to see like a window into human nature and a window into a lot of people's backgrounds without even having them to talk about it. You know, like True. I get to see like what they've used in the past to, to soothe themselves. Right. You know, um, oh, that's and then crazy. We work, work through it, you know, because yeah. people will respond pretty differently within the ice. Um, but one thing that I, I, and again, it's like cryotherapy and all these things there, the idea is there, but the intentionality is not there. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, we, we do cold baths and we do ice baths because it really exposes these very deeply rooted things yeah you know i didn't um, even think of that that's crazy and uh you know when you know you'll get some anxiety when you get into say cryo but again like typically the businesses that are offering that they're not very intentional with it it's more right of like hey, look at this cool smoke that's coming out uh, you know, right throw these mittens on let's take a photo for instagram right that's cool you know but like what if we can really solve your anxiety yeah and really help you show up better you know so whenever we do jump into the ice, like I want people to start becoming more aware of these like feelings of anxiety. Hey everybody, I wanted to take a quick break from this amazing podcast episode to mention that I have my seven day elemental health reset up and running and it is incredible. I'm loving it already. Everyone that's taking it is loving it as well. And if you are looking to develop better, healthy, daily habits that allow you to connect better to nature, connect better with your body and your body's cycles and rhythms, such as your circadian rhythm, which deals with your sleep, then absolutely, absolutely check out my seven day reset. It's exactly what you need to get back on track and back at functioning at your highest level, tackling your day so that you can win your afternoon and then win your evening and thus your whole day. Do not sleep on this. This is an amazing, amazing deal I have put together for all of you. So go ahead and check it out. It is in the show notes. And speaking about improving your day and creating good habits for each day, are you getting in all the minerals and nutrients that you should be getting throughout your entire day? 
Well, if you are not farming or foraging most of your food, then chances are you are probably not receiving the exact and proper amount of nutrients and vitamins that you need, which is why I personally rely on Organifi to help bridge that gap. So every morning when I am not doing a fast, I will go ahead and start my day off with their green juice, which is absolutely delicious. They've actually just came out with a new flavor called Crisp Apple. Super, super delicious stuff, as well as their midday pick-me-up, their red juice with some reishi and some beet powder in there. Just some incredible quality products with really, really high levels of nutrients and vitamins and minerals that are going to help bridge the gap between the food that you're eating and the necessary minerals and vitamins that you need throughout your day. So if you would like to go ahead and try out Organifi, feel free to check out the show notes. Plus there will be a 20% discount code for all of you listeners, just for being a listener of the Elemental Evan show. I appreciate, I appreciate you all very much and definitely go check them out and try their delicious drinks. Alrighty, we're back to the show. Thank you. Yeah, just again, back to our ice baths and our cold immersion. Um, you know, we, we have bigger goals and bigger intentions, you know? So we want people to know that you can literally solve the anxieties that you're living with day to day by doing some of these stressors. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that, you know, we do that I try to bring awareness to is when somebody's getting into the ice bath is, you know, where are you feeling that? What's that feel like for you? Mm. Are your palms sweaty? Do you feel butterflies? Is your heart rate racing? These are all indicators that something is going on, that the, an external stressor is, is coming, right? Right. Um, and again, the things with, say, anxiety is that it's not necessarily something that is physically around you that might worry you. So now we know that just projecting out into the future of something that you might have to do or you're imagining something that might not go well, if you are then able to consciously bring yourself back to your feelings, you might notice those same feelings of palm sweating, heart racing, breath short into the chest. And like you said, the body doesn't really know the difference between, you know, a lion chasing us or, you know, us thinking about, you know, us, a job interview that we have. Right. The body doesn't know. It manifests the same way. So right. if we can start bringing awareness to these feelings, getting ahead of those and be like, oh, here's a perfect example. I know these feelings. Rather than going down the rabbit hole, I'm going to use this tool that I learned at Spacebar mm -hmm. or wherever to downregulate and breathe. Yeah. Right. So the ice is just the perfect place to, to test that right. because it doesn't get much more um, stressful than knowing you're <laughs> going to get into 33-degree water. Yeah, yeah, no right? kidding. So this is how we test this. This is how we breathe through this. This mm. is how we build confidence that those feelings were nothing more than just feelings in the moment right. and that you leaned into discomfort, you still got into that ice bath and you were able to, to do that. Right. And through reps of that, you can start rewiring your relationship to those feelings. Mm -hmm. Give yourself this tool to change the way that um, that experience is for you right. using the breath. Right. And through time, you're going to be able to completely get through this feeling of social anxiety. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you're telling your body that I've felt these things before mm -hmm. and I got through it. Right. You know, and, and it just... The whole mindset then goes in that direction. Yeah. And you start looking for areas in your life that you can lean into discomfort 
and get through it. Right. right. So even from that aspect, that's a whole nother way to go about it. You know, you build a little confidence here and then you kind of get high off of this growth mm. and of this new confidence. Right. So now if going out and talking to, you know, a girl um, gives you anxiety and you don't do it. Now you have a whole nother relationship with stress and anxiety. And you know that that feeling of stress of your heart racing, of your palm sweating, is now not a sign to retreat. Mm-hmm. It's a sign to move forward and go talk to that chick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a friggin' everything, dude. I uh, That's super interesting to think about, though, because I never really thought about it in terms of, like, how you would show your anxiety or how you deal with a stressor, you know, by hopping in the ice bath, which is so true, because you do, and... Also, just kind of like thinking about it now, I'm like, yeah, it's essentially like you would go practice basketball for your game of basketball, right? You would also like want to practice of how to manage stress and give yourself some tools in your tool belt of how to address stress when it comes along in the real world. So you're kind of doing a simulated practice of stress, which obviously an ice bath has way more benefits to it, you know, for your body and and everything. But I mean, yeah, that's incredible for for uh, teaching yourself that you have these different tools, you know, and, and it's a practice of dealing with stress. Yeah. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a, you know, as we talked about, like, how do you even market some of this stuff? We talked about this like off mic and, and at the end of the day, like there's people like, I guess that's a form of marketing where it's like, Hey, like we could solve these problems for you. This right. is what you'll be experiencing after like less anxiety. Right. You're going to be able to be more confident, all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, like who, our audience is like who this is who's really going to get something out of this of course those people will get stuff out of it mm-hmm. but it's more about the mindset if yeah. you're of the mindset that you embrace a growth mindset that you lean into discomfort like this is again this is what you're training mm-hmm. you know the person who isn't going to get this is the person who doesn't think that is just constantly seeking comfort. That comfort is what they think. That they think that they control everything. Right. They think they control their future. Right. They think that um, they're always going to be able to reach to the heater when they get in their car. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is the mindset. They're always. They. They're all. Life is just going to get better and better and better, just for the sake of being. Mm. That's not how it works. No. You know. That's yeah. not how it works. And you know. Um, like the current situation and, you know, not to, like, this isn't, you know, making anything light of, there's literally countries at war right now. Right. A few weeks ago, people were probably in this um, pattern of seeking comfort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't think this can happen to you. Right. You know, Um, again, you're getting into your car, you're turning on the heater. Right. Or you're going home and you're sleeping in a comfortable bed. Right. In a matter of weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. There's people that were sleeping comfortably in their bed Mm -hmm. that are now sleeping in tunnels. Right. Right. And it's like, that's, it is an option. Right. Is it a very highly um, probability that here in the U.S. that we're going to experience that? Probably not. Right. Is it a chance? Hell yeah, it's a chance. Right. At some capacity. Yeah. It is a chance. So again, I mean, I've been so ingrained in finding my whys and finding those deeper things that that's where I go. You Mm. know, I'm, I'm not... I'm not looking at worst case scenario for the sake of like living in worst case scenario. I just know the reality of what it's going to be. Right. And as somebody who's a bit of a risk taker, who, who leans into starting businesses and trying to make all this happen, the odds are against me. 
Right. So I better get right with failing. I better get right with, you know, things not going my way. Right. And what am I going to do? Stomp my feet and complain? Right. No. Right. You, you regulate. You get back on. You shift your mindset. You mm. f- and you get back after it. Beautiful. So it's not as it's not just an act of getting cold and getting warm. No, so deeper. Exactly. So much deeper. You know? And and it's, things get just really cool when you can start, you know, connecting these dots. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> Jake. I already know I could talk to you. Well, I mean, we already do. We talk for hours <laughs> on end. But uh, for the sake of the podcast, let's start kind of bringing this to a wind down. So for one, if there's any closing statements you got that you want to leave people with, as well as uh, the, I want you to explain a little bit of the space bar and the space you have here and, and what your offerings are, as well as any other offerings that you have going on and how people can reach out and connect to you. Cause you're a freaking amazing person <laughs> and I really value uh, your time and, and just you sitting here with me and the knowledge that you are, literally giving to all these listeners. So I appreciate you and go ahead. And if you would like to share on those three. Yeah, man, I'll try to avoid some of the closing statements because most of my closing statements are opening statements for others <laughs> yeah. that to like go down a whole path. <laughs> yeah. Right? And like, that'll nice be the next that. episode. So we'll focus on, yeah, space bar. So again, space bar wellness, um, you know, we do um, contrast therapy. So that's ice baths and saunas and red light therapy, flotation therapy, which is also known as uh, sensory deprivation. Um, we do some personal training here, um, body work, cupping, scraping. Um, we also have a um, Navajo medicine woman that works with us as well. So That's we have beautiful. some of those other conversations around um, plant medicine and, and how we can use those again um, to try to find growth and, and unpack some of the trauma or some of the things that are preventing us from having the outlook that a lot of of what we talked about today. Right. Um, yeah. So in addition, we also have lifted botanical bar, which is our, our kava bar up front, which also is a full coffee shop. Um, we do a lot of functional mushroom drinks there as well and have, uh, the kava bar. Um, so highly recommend, you know, making a trip out to Pasadena and, and coming to visit us and, um, or just reaching out personally. I, you know, I love to have these conversations, anything I can do to support, you know, Evan, um, and, and try to drive, drive these, these ideas home, you know, the more success I think that we're ultimately going to have. And, um, you know, we're doing, we're doing our best, you know, and we try to try to speak the truth. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not trying to sell you any gimmicky, products right you know, we no. our, our goal ultimately is to help you find a mindset shift yes. and find what works for you um that's the only way it's sustainable you know at the end of the day so um if you are local in la and want to come visit us in pasadena um 50 off your first service uh would love for that first service to be the ice bath as we talked about um the importance of that um, I'll make sure that I'm around to guide you through it and coach you through it. That's another big aspect of what we do here. Um, and it's been tough over the past couple of years. You know, we opened up just before the pandemic. So our full operation has only been during this pandemic. And we built this place to be a little bit more social, to have shared connection over ice bath, because we knew that by doing so and you coming in a small group, you're going to be more connected to this experience. You literally have a near-death experience as far as your body is concerned, and therefore doing that with other people is a great way to connect instantaneously, right? So we're trying to bring that back. Um, I'll be here to coach you through it, again, because having support and having somebody to be on your shoulder 
giving you a little bit more confidence is the path for you f- to find your own confidence in, in doing that because we don't want you to lean on me or lean on Evan at the end of the day. We're here to support you, but nobody's coming to save you. You need to learn these tools to apply to yourself. And um, we do that. We do that with every ice bath. I'll sit there with you and I'll guide you through it. But then I ask you to do the second dip on your own Yep. and just bring awareness to the difference there. Because at the end of the day, man, like I said, you're on your own. Yep. You're on your own to figure this out, man. But um, while we're here, lean on us. Yeah. You know? Uh, real quickly, just to jump in, um, I obviously have been to the space bar multiple times and it's a beautiful, like state of the art place, just super beautiful setup, amazing atmosphere. Jacob has gone to, you know, extreme lengths to really provide that space for all of us. So, um, also on that note, 50% off is a ridiculous deal. And on top of already, um, very reasonable prices, especially for the LA area. So if you are anywhere, even near Pasadena, Highly, highly, highly recommend to come here and just give them a check out. I mean, 50% off your first visit. I mean, you can't really beat that. And I promise you, you're going to love it. Jacob, he walked me through my first ice bath. And uh, <laughs> needless to say, it definitely helped, uh, even though I didn't think I needed it at the time. Uh, once you get in that frigid water, it's nice to have <laughs> a calm, reassuring voice that's just bringing you back to reality. So uh, highly recommend. I mean, Jake's awesome. And just getting in there and having him in your corner is really nice. So um, absolutely, absolutely. Come come make a visit. Come check this space out. Um, and then also, Jake, where is the best place for people to connect with you and uh, reach out to you and, and any other um, future offerings that you have going on or anything in this time? Uh, yeah, you can find me personally on Instagram at cub underscore Saldana. That's uh, S-A-L-D-A-N-A. Uh, would love for you to follow along at Space Bar Wellness, all one word on Instagram, and then uh, Lifted Botanical Bar as well, all one word. Um, uh, an offering that should be available here really soon is is going to be a 90-day challenge that we're putting together. Yeah. Um, so maybe you guys have heard of the 75 Hard Challenge, um, very popular challenge out there, and, and it's a great one. A lot of people are getting great results, and they're embracing new habits, but... Um, it's just not fully in alignment with some of the things that we value. As I mentioned, we value prioritizing recovery um, and empowering people to, to not give up when they make a mistake, that this is a bit of a marathon. So embracing that and knowing that you can get back on um, and continue those habits tomorrow, even if you fall off today. So putting together 10 habits around this idea of breath, adaptation, and recovery um, to help you integrate this lifestyle um, and, and seeing what the benefits of balance can bring, bring to you. Uh, so we'll be uh, launching that on, on an app here soon. Um, and yeah, just something to follow along with, have some accountability. There'll be a community page and, and I'll probably hop in that page and drop some little nuggets from time to time, but it'd be a great way to connect with me and, and, stay, and stay engaged. But more importantly, um, make some changes in your life, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, obviously I'll link all of the, you know, lifted botanical space bar and your Instagram in the show notes and, and any other websites, but, uh, in general, like you guys definitely should be reaching out to Jake following along on lifted, uh, you know, lifted botanicals and, and space bar and, and with Jake, because 
realistically, this guy is, he's a go-getter. And it seems like every week I come and talk to him, he's got something new going on, some new um, avenue that he's going down. So he's just always doing super cool stuff and he's staying on the cutting edge of everything. So um, he expands my knowledge personally as a health coach as well. So um, following him is kind of a no-brainer if you're already following me. Um, he's going to add a lot of value to your your content and your uh, just your day-to-day -day scrolling, I would say. Well, I appreciate all the kind words, and, you know, I don't want to get it twisted. Like, we're not coming at these things with, like, huge bankrolls. Right, like, but, right. You know, like, this is a great facility, but we bootstrap this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we go all in, and I just want people to know that, you know, eliminate those excuses. If you want it bad enough and you want to create something for your community, you can do that, man. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We can do it, and we can do it, we can do it together. Right, you know, yeah. Honestly, so... So, yeah, man, that's it from me, man. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Jake, thank you so much, brother. Of course, brother. Great, uh, pleasure to have you on. And uh, to just end off the show, you guys already know, do everything with good intentions, connect to your elements, and uh, happy Wellness Wednesday. Be sure to tune in for next Wednesday. Uh, leave a review if you guys don't mind. Takes just a little bit of time on the Apple podcast. And, uh, yeah, reach out to us. Reach out to both of us. Make a visit to Space Bar. And uh, just stay in touch with all of us. We love, uh, we love hearing from you guys and, and seeing, you know, what your guys' interests are and everything. So uh, thank you very much. And be sure to tune into the next episode. And we'll see you there. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.